today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Joining us is the European Bureau reporter for Global News, Redmond Shannon, joins us. Good afternoon, Redmond. How are you? Hi, Ted. I'm very well. How are you doing? Excellent. You know, it, it it's finally hitting me. Tomorrow is the 20th anniversary of the passing of Princess Diana. And you think to yourself, I know that there's people worldwide that will know where they, they were that very fateful day 20 years ago uh, when this uh, horrific uh, tragedy occurred. Hard to believe it's 20 years already, isn't it? It, it really is. It, it was uh, such uh, a powerful news story that really uh, was a global news story. One of those, as you say, events where everybody knows where they were when they found out, and it really stays with you. So to think that it's two decades ago, for anybody who's uh, old enough to remember, I suppose anybody who's older than 30 um, will will pinch themselves to think that it was two decades ago. Now, Princes uh, William and Harry uh, pay tribute to their mom today at a memorial garden at Kensington Palace. Can you describe that scene for us? Yeah, so it was, uh, first of all, around Kensington Palace, and for that, they have been preparing a um, as a, a memorial to uh, um, containing favorite flowers and a special tribute um, to mark the 20th anniversary. And the event this afternoon at the palace um, involved people and representatives from many charities which were close to Diana's heart and charities that the princes continue to uh, work with and work on behalf. And uh, it was a, it's quite a low-key event, and it, it was greeted by some very uh, British summer weather of uh, soft rain. Mm. Um, but it, uh, was, it was very low-key. I don't think they, they deliberately they don't want to make a, a big deal out of this, and, and this really is the, the height of, of anything that's happening. And after that, um, that event at the back of the palace, they did come around the front to the gates of Kensington Palace, where there were a number of floral tributes and posters attached to the gates, and you'll remember that's the site where that iconic image after her death of of the sea of flowers mm-hmm. um, 20 years ago, and just a few flowers this time, but they did come around to take a look and read some of the tributes from members of the public. I'm wondering if they did it today, knowing that tomorrow there will be a lot more interest and a lot more people, and maybe something that they didn't want to deal with tomorrow. You know, that's quite possibly the case. I was wondering about why it was today myself, and it, it there wasn't really any uh, direct reason given, and perhaps they just want to uh, mark it privately tomorrow, yeah, and, and not be surrounded by such fuss. There will probably be more media, and there was plenty there today, um, tomorrow to, to mark the anniversary. So do it in a quieter fashion today and mark the event um, as they should, as, as Diana's sons rather than princes or celebrities or people in the public eye. They just want to mark the event tomorrow as, as a family member. I find it uh, that uh, very commendable that William and Harry are kind of going public with what they went through and how they hid their feelings for all those years. I guess it was kind of ingrained in them as part of the royal family that you don't show your emotions. But the fact that they're talking now publicly about what they went through during her death and after her death, I think the two of them should be commended. Yeah, of course. I mean, you can imagine any um, young uh, boy who goes through uh, losing a parent at the age of 12 or 15, as they were. It's a a terrible, horrific thing to have to deal with. Never mind to have to face before uh, crowds of the public wanting to shake their hand and and cry in front of them. As they described in these interviews this weekend as part of this BBC documentary, they, they, they said they were numb, but they were meeting members of the public who were wailing and weeping in front of them and 
what a, what a strange scenario whereby they knew Diana better than anyone, but these people who had never met her were showing such uh, um, displays of, of grief in front of them. So it's just a, a, a grieving process like probably very few people have ever experienced. I know you don't have much time, but 20 years later, what is Diana's legacy to the world? Well, I think her legacy are these two sons and, and the relationship they have with the British public. They're the previous generations of the royal family, most notably their father, I suppose, Prince Charles, and of course their grandmother, Queen Elizabeth, have that sense of remove from the general public. They did, the two princes now, they do seem, although of course they have to be protected and they can't just walk down the street like anybody, they do seem to, they speak more like normal people, if you know what I mean, and they just have that way of acting and dealing with people more like their mom, and they sort of are that next generation of the royal family, and I suppose that is Diana's greatest legacy, is, is sort of pushing the, the royal family into the 21st century, a century she never got to see herself. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.